0: back. Welcome in to the Lions Share Podcast. It's episode 51, season two, episode two. This is the draft preview brought to you by 1-800-GAMBLER. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. We've got the draft coming up on Thursday. This is where teams get better and teams get worse. We will be doing a live stream night one of the draft this Thursday around 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Links will be in the description Join us for the shenanigans that will unfold. We'd love to have you there as a shareholder. I want to give a shout out to Josh for being our number one fan. Uh, Just be careful what you're posting on the Snapchat stories. Wink, wink. Uh, Shout out to any folks making that drive down to Detroit. It's a pleasure to be back with the shareholders. We missed you all. I missed you guys. Andrew and Mitch, that is. Uh, Today's episode... Running order, we'll be talking about the suspensions that were laid down on Friday. We'll wrap up free agency from the last time we talked about a month ago. Uh, We've got some NFL news to break down, and then it's uh, a straight draft preview. Big week this week for all teams. Joined, as always, by Mitch from Fort Wayne and Andrew from Botswana. Shout out to both of you. Andrew's got the rodeo time hat on. Love it. Welcome back, guys. It's good to be back with you all. How did you enjoy your one month of PTO from the Lion share podcast.
1: Oh boy. It's a, it's a lot of headaches, a lot, a lot of hassle. We'll get into it. Um, a couple people aren't going to be with us anymore. So it's a heavy heart and, uh, honestly a morning time. Really?
0: Okay. Mitch.
2: I don't have anything nearly as dramatic as that. So I, I had a nice month. Missed you guys, but it was, it was a nice month.
0: And you're now in the kitchen
2: front room, but yeah,
0: kitchen. Front front. Cooking on this right. podcast. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> let him cook, folks. Let him cook. Let, let Russ cook. Let Mitch Mitch cook. All right, boys. We gotta jump right into the news that broke on Friday. The unexpected news. Mitch, you texted me and I had not seen the news. You were you were you were within seconds of the Sheffield tweet, so you were you must have been right on it. Um, I had no idea what you were talking about. I f- at first thought maybe they traded one of the picks and you didn't like what they traded for. And then ultimately, it was the news that five players in the NFL had been suspended due to gambling on NFL games and or non-NFL games at team facilities. Four of those five players, 80% of them on the Lions uh, roster. Um, Quintes Cephas and CJ Moore, they were both uh, suspended indefinitely for uh, gambling on NFL games, which is a big no-no. Um, so they're gone. They've been released immediately. Bums, get him out of here. No excuses. Andrew's pulling it right now, going to the bullpen. Pull him, get him out of here. Uh, Jameson Williams, the big name on here. Lions first-round draft pick from last year. Suspended six games for betting on non-NFL games. The rumor I've heard is that it was a college game. Uh, the, the, bet, the bet was placed at the team facility, which is in the rules as a no-no. So it was passed down to him for six games. Cephas and more gone. Um, Jameson, six games, and uh the other guy's name. Why is it escaping me right now? It's uh the wide receiver. Is it Barry Hill? Yeah, Barry Hill. To be honest, I had to remember, remind myself that he was even on this team when I found that news out. Um so yeah, the uh precedent has been set from the Calvin Ridley issues that the NFL has a zero tolerance policy on these. No news on if Jamison can appeal the six games um and it sounds like from the the, the looks I'm getting from Mitch it's probably a no and I don't I don't see the NFL bending on this at all um but I'd love to hear you guys thoughts we talked offline about this um it just sucks that it kind of happened the way it did but um what are we feeling now that we're a couple days removed from it got a reflection on it now let's start with you Mitch since you broke the news to me
2: yeah, so I, I did just find out that there's no appeal process, which is really disappointing, but I understand that you can't really... I mean, you broke a rule, so I, what's there to appeal? Just like, well, I broke the rule, but I didn't mean it. So I understand that part of it. Um, obviously, the most disappointing one is JMO. It's really unfortunate that it was a college game. I think that's been confirmed. It's—but I mean, his agent came out right away and said it wasn't an NFL game, so... That stings more, I think. That, and I think that's just kind of a lapse in, in the rule, in my opinion. I mean, the NFL is all in on gambling now, so it's hard for me to say to say here and say it's it sits well that the NFL is going to make a boatload of money off gambling partnerships, but then the players can't do any kind of gambling when they're on team grounds. That sucks. It sucks that it's six games. It sucks that we've been waiting for JMO. And I think everyone was leaning back on, well, no offseason, late start to the season. Now it's been full off season coming into this year. Um, I believe he still gets to do training camp and um, preseason games, but he just can't play for six, which sucks. But now we're just in another waiting, a waiting period to see what JMO can really do. And it's It is really shitty. Uh, That being said, I don't really care about the other guys. I mean, C.J. Moore was already waived. He was on the Houston Texans practice squad. They picked him back up, so whatever. Quintus Sivas never did anything for the Lions. I think just kind of like a special teams contributor. Um, You know, it is what it is. Uh, Not the best look, but it feels like this was a story for about five minutes, and then it went away. Um, So outside of JMO, it kind of – it just is what it is, but – it's an unfortunate look, and I think it takes away from a little bit of the buzz that the Lions have headed into this week.
0: Yeah, big time hypocritical from the NFL with all the, you know, they run out to the field, they've got the bet MGM. It's it's everywhere. It's plastered every commercial, DraftKings, FanDuel, Barstool, you name it. They're all they're all doing it. Um, so it is big time hip, hypocritical. I saw the thing that even in the rules it says even if even if you're at the team hotel, if you're on the road, say so you're Playing the Carolina Panthers. If you're on the road at your team hotel, that also is a no no fly zone for for gambling as well, which I did not know. It,
1: it's crazy, man. You just have to turn off your your Wi-Fi to do it. Realistically, I mean, I don't know if they're GPSing it or just going off of what Wi-Fi you're logged in into to uh to determine your location uh, for these, which is just crazy. But honestly, uh, as far as it goes around the league, I don't know how this looks for the Lions, whether it's good or bad in terms of recruitment of players. You know, um, if these guys were all, if four four players out of the five are Lions, that means uh, the locker room's doing something fun. They're, 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 they're gambling together. I don't know what exactly they're doing. But I also heard there was some other folks in the organization who got caught, not just players. So uh, who's to say? I mean, do you guys have March Madness? brackets at your work, I mean, locker room attitude. Look,
0: look at Andrew coming in here with some real talk. I love that. I, said, I didn't think about it that way. I saw this as mostly a negative, but just in terms of the the, the team, right? Um, uh, I can echo what Mitch said, the CJ Moore and Cephas thing. I'm okay with that. You know what? That doesn't break my heart. They they clearly broke the rules. There's nothing you can do about There's nothing you can say about that. They What they did was very much wrong, so you can't even sweat about that. The JMO thing sucks. Um, you're right, Mitch. He, he's fully available to, you know, go to training camp, practice with the team, do all of the preseason, just not the first six games, um, which I think is the same kind of thing that Deshaun Watson had, um, where he was fully involved with all team activities minus the, the six games. Or for him, it was 11. So, um, and, and he kind of came back and, you know, it wouldn't, it didn't seem like he was gone, right? He kind of came in seemingly. So, um, and JMO... Obviously, he had a short year last year too, so he can he's 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 back at it again. He's got another short season. It stinks, but it is good that he is available to you get the reps in in the in the uh, preseason and in the off season. So, um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. But um, somebody
2: somebody reset the timer on episodes since Ben's talked about Deshaun Watson.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> reset the clock right now. This is like the workplace scene. Oh, yeah, safety <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Monsters it, it has been this many days since an incident.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean honestly. It's been, th- it's
0: been, think... uh, it's been a long time since Washawn Dotson was called on this podcast.
1: Okay, though. easy now. I honestly though, what you just said is what I think <laughs> uh is what I think everybody has an issue with. Uh, Deshaun Watson gets six games and for something completely legal, just where it was taking place. Made it, made it not right, is the same amount of playing time lost. That That's what is crazy to me, and I would say a lot of what I've heard.
0: Well, Deshaun was 11 games. I misspoke when I said the six, so I, I didn't mean to throw you off there. But, but I mean, but, still regardless,
1: right, I mean, most domestic violence incidents don't even get six.
0: Six games is aggressive. I think, I don't know, if I was... To put down a penalty, it would be like two two or four games. That's what I was kind of hoping. If there was a, an appeal, that maybe yeah, we could get it yeah. reduced to four.
1: I thought it'd get chopped. I thought, hot. yes.
2: Yeah. Yep. NFL gambling same. makes sense. Like, you can't do that. There's no, there, this isn't some P. Rose shit. Like, you you can't gamble on the NFL. I love that Holmes is just like, nope, those guys are out. It's unacceptable. But college games, like, why, why not? I mean, I, I don't understand that. But it is what it is. Disappointing. Again, I think we're all on the same same
1: page here. What I don't understand is four out of the five come from Detroit. What is happening?
0: Yeah, in the coaches thing too. That was that's what I, I don't know the number on how many coaches and staff members were involved on in this too. But it kind of sounded like it was a a thing in Detroit. But hey, Andrew, Andrew, maybe maybe that's the attitude we got to have on this. They're having fun. Can't criticize them for having some fun, love, doing some things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I didn't expect the spin zone, but I like it. Back blue I like it. here
1: on the lion's share.
0: Okay, I like it. We're we're having fun in the locker room, you know? It's it's just a good time in Detroit. And, uh, you know, we might break some rules from here uh, every now and again, but we're going to still win some games. I'd be curious to know how many coaches were involved, though. That that is
2: it almost gives me more hope for j though, right? Like he somehow in the locker room, some guys were doing this and he at least had the presence of mind to not bet on the NFL.
0: Right. He didn't get sucked in because, you know, obviously uh, Cephas also in the wide receiver room too. So yeah, I don't know the re- how close their relationship was, but another wide receiver that was doing NFL games. So you got to imagine there's, they're talking, right?
2: I think j could run two forties in the time that Cephas runs one.
0: You might be accurate <laughs> yeah, there, in saying that.
1: There was some Cephas love going on online, and just very distraught huh? that they let him go. Dude, honestly, the look at the Reddit page, look at the Detroit Lions Reddit page. I mean, page. it's all a special love.
2: teams contributor, and he had like a, a, a maybe a couple good moments, but yeah, that's that shocks me.
0: I'll say With he it. had some potential. That's about it. I mean, we never really got to see Cephas in his full form, but. It, do you think it wasn't? It the, wasn't like anything. Anything. I mean, you know, if with the wide receivers they have, with Saint Brown, with Jamo, with Marvin Jones back, with Reynolds, like Cephas was low on that list. I'd argue maybe Tom Kennedy was ahead of him.
1: Oh, oh absolutely, love it. But do you think that's why they resigned uh, Savion too? I mean, just for like sheer depth depth point at this point.
0: Sa- Savion Smith, the, the defensive back?
1: Why did I think he was a wide receiver? They had me going for a second. You I was think like, of Steve am I Smith? way off here? I thought he was a gunner on uh, on special teams and a wide receiver.
0: No, he was a, he's a safety or or a cornerback, DB. And, then I don't yeah. know
1: why we re-signed him. Folks, this is the analysis <laughs> you'll only find here on the lion's share. That, wait, Where else yeah, can, can you get are, this? This is what <laughs> everybody else is asking, too. Everybody else about this
0: (laughs) that's why we have advertisers now the 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 money's flowing into this podcast for a reason folks um but yeah if we want to go spin zone number two i briefly mentioned it but this just means more opportunity for tom kennedy i'm happy for that i'm fine with that wide receiver room wide receiver room is a little more open you've got st brown reynolds uh marvin jones jr back again too um i i that was floated around, too, that maybe the signing, because allegedly Brad Holmes knew about this, because this was going to happen. The suspensions were going to happen about a month ago. So Marvin Jones Jr. was signed, I think, three-ish weeks ago. So maybe that was motivation to go out and get somebody that's kind of like a Band-Aid and bring him back to Detroit, which is awesome. We love that.
1: I, I mean, do, they needed another... That. They needed one anyway. Once he lost DJ Chark, he needed a downfield threat. Somebody I mean, could stretch it a little bit. You need Marvin's that body. Little... Exactly. He's on the upper upper age of that body body timeline, but uh, he'll do, right? J-Mo's yeah. supposed to be that guy. And now we've, we've got him sideline for another six.
0: Yeah. Really miss Chark in times like this. Now with J-Mo out again for one-third of the season. Really wished could have brought him back, but He's on to Carolina. It's time for the serpent um, of
2: death. Really,
0: I'm. I'm not familiar. may need to familiarize my me on this. What's this?
2: Did I mess that? Uh, did I mess that nickname? I off?
0: made. Hold oh, nickname.
2: No, Josh Reynolds. He called him the the spider of. Yeah, he called him a. What did he call him? Like I thought, he called him a spider of death or a serpent of death or something.
0: That's quite the nickname. Yeah, this is news to me. It does. Moves, uh, it does sort of ring a bell. This, um, is the Spider of death. He's just he's something of about it. You know.
2: I'm so sorry. So, freaking serpent. No, I no. Was like, no I'm Don't oh! apologize. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay. we, I match the two together. Yeah, I'm I the two together. Serpent of death is way better though. We you
0: all, know, we yeah, we all have like at down. least one or two strikes in this podcast already, and we're only like ten minutes in, so. It's just par for the course right now, boys. We're a little rusty. We're not going so. yeah,
2: we're not gonna rust off. We'll all, right.
0: all right, let's move on to the news that broke just as we finished recording and we're uploading the last podcast, which was Chauncey Gardner Johnson, the big signing in free agency from the <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles. Mitch and I had placed in capsules into the podcast, um, but if you listened on Apple Podcasts, I believe you don't get the edited version that you do on Spotify. So if you wouldn't have heard our words, But basically, we're we were all um, gung ho on this former teammate of Alex Anzalone. So we love that, too. Former teammate former former Florida Gator. Andrew, we didn't hear from you on this. You texted me something. I don't remember what it was. This was a month ago. Um, You didn't you didn't give us the capsule like Mitch and I did. So. I'll let well, you go I first, I fell on a little
1: too early, and then the and then the news came out, and I woke up to it. So it was a it was a nice little wake up present for me that day. I'm stoked about the signing. Absolute, I mean, I absolute stud of a signing. I they, they're calling him a quarterback in the backfield there too, um, saying that he wants all the smoke. He want he want he's got a small contract here to deal with. Wants to prove himself to get that big daddy signing. Coming up on the back end of uh, of this current contract, he's at now. Can't remember who it was. Uh, What coach is he reuniting with? Is it Aaron Glenn? That Aaron Glenn wanted him back real bad.
0: I think I I don't know. I might be speaking out of place here, but I think Aaron Glenn, when he was in New Orleans, wanted to draft him. Or they, I think he had they. Chauncey played for the Saints. That's what it was. um, Gardner Johnson was on the Saints for a brief period that Aaron Glenn was in that defensive room. I believe is the story. So I think it's a reunion, uh, reuni- reunited. Is there a word there um, uh, with 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 him there? Reunion. Reunion. There's the word. <laughs> You're
1: trying to make it too long,
0: <laughs> Mitch. We're
2: firing on all cylinders, baby. I, I if I just to go to a longer point. Awesome signing. I mean, we could go in depth about how Brad Holmes is just pulled it out onto this offseason and done everything that I think I mean the Lions have buzz, like legitimate buzz as playoff. Like I think the expectations are playoffs. It's how far will they go and it's it's a testament to Brad Holmes realizing our defense is absolutely terrible. Like a three times dumped in diaper and it needs to be addressed. And he's addressed it. I mean the secondary was god awful. Um, and I don't think he's made any wrong moves in the secondary this offseason.
0: Ooh, that leads us to the next point. If uh, all right, closing remarks on Chauncey. Anybody else got any remarks, Andrew?
1: I, I mean, it's been a while, so some of the some of the steam has lost its uh, right its effect here. But I, I I mean, bottom line, awesome signing. Uh, went out, got one of the best names left on the board at that position. Um, and needed it, absolutely needed it.
0: Yeah, big, big time moves. So the other big time move, which uh, Mitch just uh, foreshadowed, Jeff Okuda no longer with the Detroit Lions, traded to the Falcons for a measly fifth round pick. Um, I've got you. I've got Andrew above me. I've got Mitch below me right now. I'm, I'm anticipating like maybe a little her. bit of a <laughs> Okay. All right, I don't know what that meant, but um, yeah, let's 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 talk it out, guys. Um, Andrew, I know where you stand. Mitch, I know where you stand. I
2: can see um, the Andrew. I want him. To I'll go be the first. judge.
0: I'll be the judge well, here. If you guys want to duke it out, um, Mitch and Andrew, Andrew, you want to kick us off?
1: Yeah, I mean, clearly, Mitch. Uh, look at him in that unstained '97 oh, sir. I mean, he's real cool. Yeah, some people mumble. But he doesn't like the El He's at the other end of these these numbers here. The old number one moved on. Honestly, I thought I was reading an Onion article when I saw the trade for a fifth rounder. Um, I thought we were getting something decent in return for him. You know, former, was he a number two or number three overall? Number three overall former. Uh pretty high up there i thought he showed some pretty good improvement last year he had like terrible games themselves but then would all of a sudden have a stellar game he was on a very much of a roller coaster ride last year in terms of how the season went up and down up and down for him um i mean honestly the only thing i could see the only thing i was pumped about now that he's gone is that he can't injure any of our own players
0: very very good remarks Mitch, your turn.
1: Yeah, so I'm not um
2: I'm not as passionate, I don't think. I just I saw the trade and I was kinda just like, yep, yeah, you know, whatever. It is what it is. Um, I guess if you're I guess I was trying to look at it more so objectively as not the number three pick for a fifth round pick, but the body of work that Okuda has put in. And I will say, and I think we talked about it on the podcast. Several times, definitely an improvement. But as a cornerback, I still wasn't enthralled with him. I mean, I think I said, I suggested a couple times, like just move him to safety. Like he just wants, he's just going out and hitting people. Like literally, the Lions players, just hitting people so hard. He's just, but I think that also led to him getting torched a couple times on deep routes because he was so aggressive. So, um, I just, never saw, I just never saw him develop into the pick that he should have been. So uh, I think I was happy that they got something. I'm more happy, and Ben, this is what I texted you about, with the cap space savings that this creates, because they just addressed the secondary. So he wasn't going to be a starter anyways. He probably would have been like a nickel starter, rotation guy. Um, so now you've got your starters, and you've got some cap space to – either draft some depth, which, which we'll get into, or to go out and get some pre-agency signings and just some, some role-player guys. So, yeah, I mean, for the third overall picture, but I guess I'm looking at it more so like when Ebron was gone, everybody was happy. And Okuda was no Ebron. Yeah. I don't want to get it twisted, but he wasn't, he wasn't living up to the number three pick that he was costing the Lions.
0: Right, I think if I had to sum up your opinion, at the very least, you embrace this, right? Like, yeah, I mean, you don't love it, but you embrace it.
2: I'm just, yeah, it was whatever. Like in Brad, we trust. It's just also, I mean, it's thinking down the road. Like, I think Brad is doing a good job of like, again, the hype for next year is definitely there, but he's also setting up for the future. And the money was going to add up from Okuda's contract. So you went and got some guys on some prove it deals. You have some, you have some room now to again sign some free agents draft high in a cornerback heavy class, especially in the first round, if you if you that's where you want to go. Um and if you read the articles, I mean, it sounds like it sounds like it was a mutual split. It sounds like Jeff kind of was like, Yeah, I don't I don't know if my time here is productive anymore. Maybe I can go somewhere else and start fresh. And Brad and Dan both kind of said that. So I think it's the best case scenario for everybody. Um but yeah, I don't I'm not in love with it. I just didn't hate it. I just was a I wasn't surprised by
1: it.
2: He, he didn't do enough for me to be like, ah,
1: shoot. I hate that. I agree with like all your points. I think that's what makes him leaving that much worse is that, um, I mean, Ben and I, I I think if you go back and listen to the beginning of the season, just kind of fall in love with Okuda throughout the season. And, and then to just see kind of his from injury get him back on the field, make tremendous improvements only to then just like ship him away. Just as he's starting to show promise, I think is what hurts the most.
0: Yeah. yeah. The first, the start of the year, he was, he had some, he was solid and we were, we were all kind of remarking about how much of an improvement he had made year over year. And then he kind of tailed it off as the year went on. So he was just, he just wasn't consistent enough. Um, I kind of land in the middle of you, both of you guys' opinions. Um, The thing that, Andrew and I talked about this, um, just the, the the fifth fifth rounder seemed, I, I was hoping for more value there. That's what hurt the most for me is is it was a tough, it's a tough draw to get a fifth rounder in re- return. But um, as Mitch alluded to, frees up $5 million in cap space, no re-signing next year, um, opens up yourself for a cornerback in the draft. And uh, Andrew, I know you alluded to this, the first episode or so after the um in the offseason, you know, it was it was oddly quiet that they weren't picking up his fifth year option. Remember that? We was like, mm-hmm. there was no you you Googled it and it was like very minimal. Any talks about it from the front office. It was yep. it was real hush hush. So it, I think it's if been we look back. We might have we might have been we might have seen this coming, but um yeah. it was a little surprise for the fifth rounder. That was what if, surprised me. The most.
2: If it makes you feel better, Andrew. The Lions twenty twenty three draft class figures to cost roughly eleven million dollars. The Okuda move saves five point two million in cap. So he could literally pay for half of the rookie draft class per pride of his well,
1: five five this year and like another almost 11 next yeah right? it gets it, the yeah.
2: savings gets huge yeah for sure yeah and so
1: I, i'm yeah, yeah. that's why i mean that's why i think that's why i have such an issue with it is it makes too much sense and it just hurts <laughs> right damn you brad yeah because <laughs> exactly but to, i mean like in all fairness to the fifth round pick we've seen what brad does with middle round picks
2: exactly Yep. that's where my optimism Mitch, lies. Been. It. I think I texted you that. Yeah, like in. Although I called Rodrigo Rico, and that's that was distasteful. I apologize, but yeah, I'm I'm hopeful for Brad. He's done. He's done too well in the draft and everything like off season moves, veteran signings to second guess him now. Um, God, I'm just excited for this week.
1: Jamo does am, put a stain on his name in his draft class. Sorry.
0: Oh, really?
1: I mean, with the suspension and you don't get to see him actually go full go. I mean, we talked about it last year. That is like one of the best draft classes I've ever seen. And now Jamo still doesn't play. I mean, that puts an absolute stain on
2: it. Third round on yeah, the, the best draft, the draft, the draft in the Lions history. I mean, I, that's, that's a very loose statement, but you really can't go wrong. And I'm just, I say third round on because that's where the gems were.
0: Right. That that's where their money's made. Um, it's just a, another fallen shol- sol- soldier, another fallen soldier from the the Patricia and Matt uh, Brad. Whoa, I am I am struggling. Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn era. That's Fuck what I guys. have. That's another thing that I see. Just the the stains from that era are slowly drifting away. So Akuda, another one of those. Hate to see him go, but love to see him leave. Lead thing.
2: Your thing so, away. Shout out a little, oh, uh, tele- little, little throwback Thursday for the listeners. Ben Fox once had a dance off in one of my apartments.
0: It's true. Joe, Joe Robinson and I, Shout <laughs> well, out Joe,
2: fun fact for, for, yeah. for the kids at home. Yeah,
0: And, and RIP to Avicii. Yeah. Let's move on. Um, Marvin Jones, Jr. We talked about him one year. <laughs> Three million. He's 33 years old, so he's getting up there. But uh, with the JMO thing, this this is gonna this is gonna shore up the wide receiver room a little bit. Um, and it's good to it's good to have him back. You, you, you can't help but like the guy. He's a very likable guy.
2: Felt like a great move, like him coming back felt really good. And it's more important now with the JMO thing. But I I the signing anyways. First of all, they needed, and Andrew had kind of said it. They needed like a a down-the-field threat. They also need a body. They need a red zone target. Um, and Just having that veteran leadership in the locker room I think will be huge.
0: Jalen Reeves, Maven, also back in the Lions uniform. A small but mighty signing. Special teams guy. Yeah.
1: How do you feel about it, Ben? I don't know how to feel about this one.
0: Marvin Jones or Jalen? Jalen. Jalen Reeves Maven, I like him because he was a captain when he was in spending his time in Detroit. He was the captain for the special teams portion of the captain. So I, I like the signing. I like, you know, saving him from Houston, get him out of there. Poor guy had to spend last year in Houston. That's that's not a good franchise to be a part of. So um, you know, he's kind of a refugee in my eyes. I like another
2: character a, signing, like just fits with exactly. Dan and Brad.
0: Yep, he's 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 a good guy and uh, a locker room guy at that, um, at the very least, regardless of his on the field ability. And then uh, we we spoke of him too. Savion Smith is back. Good to see him back, um, participating in football. Uh, contrary to popular Alive. belief, not a not a wide receiver.
1: LOL. <laughs> oh, well. Glad uh, we got our facts checked.
0: <laughs> and uh, they hired a new athletic trainer, which I like this move. Um, Mike Sundin from the Broncos. Uh, Sonny so D, him, Sunny D. Um, this goes along with the strength and conditioning coach that they signed as well from the Cardinals. Um, so it's kind of a re, a rebuild of the strength um, and athletic training areas of the of the team. So couple couple that with the new turf at Ford Field, I'm hoping for an injury free season from the Lions.
2: It felt like that was coming right, like after those scores came out and like the Detroit basically just got dunked on for their like athletic training and nutritionists. Like eh, they're probably going to do something that's, about that.
1: That's what I was trying to rec- recall there. You know, my memory isn't what it was, but I was trying to remember what their scores were. And, uh, that's awesome to hear.
0: <laughs> I think it was like a D, D D or D plus. It was, bad. It was like
2: their weight room and nutrition was not good.
0: No, it was not. So hopefully this Mike's Mike Sunny D I like the nickname, Andrew. Um, maybe not as good as Sutton's Bay and Nosley, but it's good.
1: Oh, i Dean and rum. Yeah, And there you yeah. lost uh, Mitchell again.
0: Yeah, yep, yep. Um, so <laughs> that's, that's kind of the wrap up for free agency. So um, it begs the question, are the moves done? They've still got quite a bit of cap space and some powder to play with. Obviously you got to um, put some of that into the draft capital, but they still have money to spend. So maybe they go out and get a Teddy Bridgewater uh, or maybe trade for Trey Lance. But uh, Andrew, did you have something there?
1: I did. Speaking of quarterbacks, too. What team does Aaron Rodgers currently play for?
0: Well, I was going to save that for the NFL segment. But if you want to jump right into
1: it. No, 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 no. Sorry. We were talking free agency. And, you know, the old mind started working, started asking questions. Is that scumbag still in the north?
0: Uh, Officially, yeah. Is anybody anybody getting worried? Uh, I mean, I think if you're a New York Jets fan, you're getting worried.
2: He's not going to play for the Packers. There's no, there's no way he'll play for. the no, Packers. No, I don't think so. But
0: I don't know who he's going to play for. Like, I think he's
2: going to play for the Jets, but, um, or he's going to play for no one.
0: Yeah, maybe we'll get that news this week with the draft. I know that's been the speculation is that they'd make the trade around or on draft night for for Rogers. So maybe that's, I don't think Sal's going to
2: wait for him. Like, I think Sal is kind of like, yeah, we want him, but like, we're not just going to trade the franchise for him. So re- shout out to Robert Sala, shout shout out. I like liked him.
1: Sometimes it's not his call.
0: Fire up some
2: point. Yeah, I mean it's it's not his call, but I think he's at least that I, that to me felt like a public check. Like, yeah, we want you, but we don't need you. Like, you can come here if you want, but I mean, at the end of the day, he he calls like the overall game and scheme. So. We'll see. Yeah. Fucker and Rodgers and everything about him. Sorry to Andrew's family. That's listening. I've, I think that's my fourth curse word of the day.
0: Oh, who's counting though? Just you know, get the FCP, tip right? Door.
2: Yeah. We so should start how a, do we feel about right. Teddy
0: Bridgewater or Trey Lance or, or are you guys more in favor of getting somebody in the draft?
1: The draft is always so enticing.
0: You just really want Anthony I, Richardson.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, But to sit back, I don't think I want Trey Lance. I don't think he's the one. Teddy Bridgewater is like, he's that backup quarterback that's just a step above like Cooper Rush kind of territory. He's a little better than that, can probably hold his own for like over half the season if you really, really need him. I would love to have Teddy. I don't think it's the end of the world if you don't get him, though.
2: I would agree. I I don't like the Trey Lance thing. Um, I think it's too much of a risk. I think if you're gonna if you're gonna do something like that, just draft just draft a guy. Like I don't I don't see the need to take a risk on someone else's risk. Um, I'd rather they drafted if that's the route. But I do I think Teddy would be a solid addition. Obviously, they need to do something. Sudfield isn't the answer. So I would love for them to, if not Teddy Bridgewater, do something in the draft. Whether it's the my man, whether it's the long term play or short term, kind of like, hey, this is our backup quarterback for a long time, something. But Trey Lance isn't the answer.
0: All right, firm on that, both of you guys. I'm I'm not in the Trey Lance camp either, but um, eh, I might entertain it for a a cheap enough um trade for him. And then I this is another name I heard. There's a Name of Josh Love from the Michigan Panthers, the USFL. That's a name that's floated around too. That would, um, you know, the speculation is that the Panthers play at Ford Field, so it's a, it's a field he's familiar with, so a natural transition. Turf um, changing. Turf, turf's already changed, but the Panthers are playing on the new turf. They're they're oh. actually playing on the new turf before the Lions, which is eh, kind of, I guess they're the guinea pigs of this new turf. So we'll know how good this turf is for the Lions in their upcoming season. But Josh Love, that's a name. I, I don't see that happening. That was a, that was something I saw on Reddit. Age? 26? Uh, it's, yeah, okay. I was going to say, I, I don't know, but it, it, I would guess he's in his 20s. So 26, yeah, not a bad age. Trey not Lance is probably age. like about 24, 25. So it's, that's a good age for a quarterback, 26. Um, I, like I said, I don't know enough about him, though. But that's just something I saw floated around on Reddit. So you I never know with that smoke you never know the reddit smoke. Um, and then obviously they've got the draft. Um, I could, I, I feel like since they've waited this long they haven't signed Teddy, haven't heard any rumblings about any seriousness about Trey Lance and Josh Love still playing for the USFL. So, um, at this point it feels like to me, they're going to go into the draft, probably get a guy in, in the later rounds, whether that's Hendon hooker, whether that's somebody else, I don't know. Um, but I have to imagine boy, they're going to put pressure
2: on Teddy, right? Like cuz they're going to want to know one way or the other and they they offered him yeah. a contract, so there's got to be some kind of aspiration on it or something. I don't know how that would work, but it seems like they're definitely going to want an answer. You would,
0: think, you would think. And 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 if you're Teddy, I mean, what better opportunities are there out there, right? I mean, unless you want to be a starter, but it's not going to happen. Um, so I, I, for Teddy, it seems like it makes sense. You know, he'd be reunited with Dan. There's a, somewhat of a connection with Campbell. So it seems like a, a, a natural tran- transformation, but we'll see. Maybe they, maybe they get the quarterback this week and we'll have answers. Um, and then there's one other free agent that I had heard. I think this was on Reddit or Twitter as well. of possibly bringing in Jarek McKinnon as a cheap cheapie in the running back room. No, Andrew's giving me a firm no on Jarek McKinnon. I'm I'm okay. I would like that kind of um, dual threat, as in passing game, running game, running back. Um, do they need anyone else do I feel
2: like they not
0: really, but no, not really, yeah. but between Swift and and Montgomery, I, I you know, I think Jarek's probably a little bit better in the passing game than both of them. Um, not in the not in the running game, running
1: back though. Eh,
0: for a cheapy though, for for just a cheap little one two year contract. You, mean, get third, you get a third. You get a third. You get a third there in the backfield. I mean, shout out to Craig Reynolds, but uh, I would, I would take Jarek McKinnon. I think.
1: Well, shout just out in to, terms of just in Swift terms of what with.
0: we've got going on with Swift Montgomery and then Jarek McKinnon is kind of like a, a more versatile guy as versus Craig Reynolds. I think that's no, why I like Craig though.
2: Somebody else. Like Craig is like Craig will hit the hole. Jeffersons will hit the hole. So those are your third and fourth options behind the two like scat back. Put a move on, guys.
1: And Swift won't stay healthy for an entire season. No, like That's just not gonna happen. Putting
0: that down on paper?
1: Yeah. Or no. well, Tommy. don't speak in the Tommy. Tommy, record. Tommy, okay. Tommy.
0: 2023,
1: DeAndre Swift will not play every single game.
0: All right. Fair enough. I think I think that's probably accurate, but um time will tell.
1: I mean, you need another in that room.
0: That's all I'm saying. All right. Fair. Let's move on to the NFL news, but before that, let's ring the cash register, cha-ching. Let's run an ad. Other side of the ad, we've got NFL news. All right, let's talk NFL news. We don't have a lot to talk about here. It's been fairly quiet leading up to the draft, um, but the biggest news of all was Odell Beckham finally has a home. He goes to the Ravens, the Baltimore Ravens, uh, gets a pretty hefty contract, Um And, uh, you know, if, if he's going to Baltimore, that leads me to believe that there's some discussions, um, with Lamar that we'll be seeing Lamar back in a, in a Baltimore uniform next year, um, playing regardless of the contract. So I don't have much to say about Odell. I think it's too much money for him. Um, but they definitely needed a guy in, in Baltimore. They needed somebody else out there. So good for them. Um, and I, I think that means we'll see Lamar back next year in a, in a Ravens uniform.
1: Yep, I think you hit the nail on the head with that one. I also saw that he promptly got sued by a woman
0: for uh for
1: choking her uh near LAX. So
0: Okay, as so soon I'm, as you get I'm, that
1: contract money, I mean the allegations
0: you, you've come you've flying been, out. You've you've been known to eat the trash, so to speak, on some of these news before. I think you had connected Jameson Williams and Marco Robbie at one point in the season. So is this a confirmed I'm source the trash, on this, man. is this a confirmed source on the uh choking? Odell incident? Uh let's double check. Mitch, Mitch, have you heard any of this?
2: I have not, no.
0: Okay. So no, neither have I. <laughs> which which <laughs> begs the question: is this a true story or not? <laughs> I mean, the timing would line up, you know, he gets a contract and then they, the the suits come in, but um I haven't heard any of this. While you're while you're checking that, Aaron Rodgers still doesn't have a home. We talked about this. Derrick Henry also doesn't have a home. Um, there was a rumor that he was going to Philly, but that's been squashed by Jay Glazer. Um, and then in other Philly news, we got Matt Patricia, senior defensive assistant to the Eagles. Um, so Mitch, you got to stand corrected on this one. I couldn't find the tape, but I know you, you, you clowned Andrew and I for bringing this up a couple episodes ago. So I just thought you guys uh-huh. were joking. Now
2: he, I just don't understand. I don't understand how this is. We're
0: very serious here. Yeah, We've never understand. made a false claim on here.
2: He, I mean, he literally... I'm not gonna say you ruined a franchise because the Lions are the Lions, <laughs> but like you didn't do the Lions any favors. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, and now reunited with Slay rumors of him retiring on this news. So Andrew, you got a confirmation on this o- Odell thing?
1: Yeah, he was uh he was accused of assaulting a woman at an LA hotspot. Vehemently denies the claims. Right? Okay, what's a hot what Scott. is that?
0: What is a hot spot?
1: I don't know. Probably some popular fucking bar.
0: Whoa. Easy. Easy for the for the polls out there. So oh, my goodness. We sorry we let Mitch. Ha, we let we let Mitch have the leash. No leash for you. All right. That's that's all I had in the NFL. Um so if if we're done with that, let's let's talk about the draft. And I think this is what we've all been waiting for. Mitch, I know you're very, very excited. Andrew, I'm sure you are as well. I am I love the draft. Um, and especially with the track record that Brad has, um, we're looking forward to well, the expectations are high after last year's draft class. I mean, talk about an, uh, a home run last year. So, yeah, you only hope that they can bring the same energy that they brought last time. And I'm looking forward to the but the, the defend the den or behind the den, I should say, episode from the locker or from the draft room, the war room. So let's um, let's get ready to talk about the draft and the Lions. I'll go through, oh boy, do I want to read all 28 of these names? Uh, and then let's talk about it. So here's 28. So each team, I think this was New Year's, this year, they got to host up to 30 players in their top 30 visits. Um, so this kind of gives you some clues on what teams are looking for in terms of the first rounders. So the Lions brought in 28 um, of the 30, and of, the, of those Um, We don't know who the other two are. They were unnamed. So 28 of them. Here we go. Carl Brooks, defensive lineman, guard Antonio Mafi, uh, guard Chandler Zavala, quarterback Adrian Martinez, defensive tackle, the big name on the board, Jalen Carter, cornerback Emmanuel Forbes, defensive end BJ Thompson, guard Steve Avila, Avila, running back Keaton Mitchell, guard Osiris Torrance, Defensive back Brian Branch, offensive lineman Jordan McFadden. This is this is taking longer than I thought it would take. Will Anderson, Deshaun Johnson, Drew Sanders, Hendon Hooker, Darnell Wright, Luke Schoonmaker, Daniel Scott, C.J. Stroud. That's a name right there. Darnell Washington, Dalton Kincaid, Garrett Williams, Sayaki Aki. Might have, might have butchered that. Uh, Jack Jake Hainer, another quarterback there. Clark Phillips, Quan Martin. And Kendra Miller running back. So we've we've talked about the draft a little bit last episode. Um things have happened, things have transpired. Jalen Carter still a name floated out there. Devin Witherspoon still a name floated out there, especially now with Okuda gone. Um obviously you, you could see him go a quarterback. Maybe I don't see that happening. Maybe you guys do. Um, but I think at this point, in terms of what I'm reading, Devin Witherspoon's the most likely. Uh, I'd be curious to know what you guys are feeling on, on that. Mitch? Mitch, hit him up.
2: Um, You know, I I don't know. I think it's, it's... It'll be interesting to see what they do. I think despite everything that we've said at the end of the day, if Jalen Carter's there at six, I think they'll take him. I don't think Jalen Carter will fall to six. I think he's too much of a freak athlete. For for him to fall that low. The only thing that makes it interesting is it's pretty widely agreed, it feels like at this point, that all four of the top quarterbacks will be going in the top five. Like that's what it feels like. So I think the wild cards are Will Anderson and Jalen Carter. Um I don't know. I don't know. I think I think my personal preference is if if Jalen Carter's there, despite the character questions. You take him, and then we'll do whatever you want in the rest of the draft. I think if Jalen Carter's gone, unless they go quarterback, they're going to go Devin Witherspoon or Christian Gonzalez. One way or the other, I don't. I'm. I, I don't know. I, the only thing that they can do that I I think would genuinely upset me is running back in the first round. Other than that, Brad yeah. can pop off. Brad, do whatever you think is best because yeah. I think at this point it's more so a question of and maybe it's just me and I'm just in my own head. Quarterback of the future, what are you going to do? Because if you truly believe that, like, we're in a win-now scenario, which I kind of think we are, if you start building towards what the Seahawks had with Russell Wilson, you can go get maybe a – you either go early and you get one of those top four guys or you go Hendon Hooker maybe later or in the second round. And then you have – a rookie quarterback with a good team around him and money to spend on the rest of the holes. That was a long winded answer to say, I have no idea what they're going to do at six. I don't really have a good gut feeling. I just don't think he can talk it up, mess it up.
0: Whoa. Um, bleep. Um, yeah, you're right. Absolutely right. I I can echo that. What's crazy is I've seen a lot of people say B. John Robinson at 18. And I just don't, I don't see that. I don't see him being there one. And I don't see him I just don't see the Lions making that move, nor should they. And then the quarterback thing, I can echo that as well. Goff's still relatively young in terms of quarterback years. So what do you do with a quarterback in the future, right? So I don't see them going quarterback or running back, although some people even Snapchat AI today coming out and saying the Lions wouldn't take a quarterback at six. But, um, yeah, I, I think I think it's – I got to question you on the tech that you're saying all four quarterbacks gone in, in the well, not all four, but you know the top four gone in the top five, because I don't I don't think that's going to happen. I think there's going to be some moves that we don't expect in the top five, and I think the Lions pick um, in regards to that, it's the most wide open a pick spent for the Lions in years. That's um, I I I wouldn't be surprised. There's four or five different guys that I wouldn't be surprised they go and get. So I'm really anticipating. Having full faith in Brad in the in the front office and Dan, um, and I'm I'm experiencing or I'm anticipating a um an exciting week, and I've got my popcorn ready because I have no idea who they're going to pick. Really, I, I, Devin Witherspoon is probably the most likely, like I said, but other than that, I think it's wide open, especially at 18 as well.
1: I I mean, I wouldn't even be surprised if they traded out of 18, got got a pick from one of these late round picks, yeah, you know, late round first first round guys um trade to the to the ath end of the first round and then you have two back-to-backs essentially early in the second you pick up jack campbell with one and hendon hooker with the other i could see that happening
0: you love jack campbell don't you
1: oh i want me some jack campbell
0: some campbell soup yeah i i do too um he's high on my board um I could I could easily see six or eighteen being traded as well. Dep- I think it'll depend on what the top five falls out to be. That's really what it what it shakes out to me is the top five is going to depend on what the lines do at six. Like Mitch kind of said, Jalen Carter there. Maybe they take him. I don't know. After the gambling issues and the locker room issues, I don't know if you want another questionable guy in there, right? So maybe maybe with the news this week, maybe they shy away from Jalen. Um, the Seahawks, out of the top teams, the Seahawks also took a visit from or with Jalen Carter. So the Seahawks, that's a team that could could grab him before the Lions even get an opportunity to grab him. Other than that, I uh, he could fall. And Drew Rosenhaus, his uh, agent, says he, they didn't even want to talk to teams outside the top 10. So it's going to make for an interesting drama-filled night in what is always a fun night of draft night, draft night number one of the NFL draft. So I don't know. <laughs> I, I would like to see him trade and make some moves with 6 or 18, depending on how guys fall out.
2: You just have to, if you're going to draft 6, it, it just has to be a game changer. Like I, and I, I know that's a very broad statement, and that's what right. everyone's looking for. But if it's cornerback, awesome. Then the defense, it really is. I think if you go either D-tackle or cornerback in the first round, you're you're making the other positions like way easier. If they go cornerback, like the defensive line is gonna have some time. If they go D tackle, the cornerbacks don't have to lock down for as long. So I think one or the other would be my ideal first round pick. Um I would I would love for them to get Hennon Hooker. I don't know where Hennon Hooker goes, but I think Hennon Hooker, even in the second round because his ceiling is so high, would be an awesome pick. I would also love for them to get the Stool brother. I think that would just be cool. And they have Zero depth at linebacker. I think I know. There's some questions about his ability in the NFL, but I think that would just be a cool story.
0: Do you guys have two questions for you guys? One being, <laughs> do you guys see the six overall pick, which is from the Rams, of course? Do you see that as kind of a free pick? No, they got to nail it. Okay, all right. Simple top enough. Top ten to picks.
1: Like you have to. Nail, you have to nail every single top ten pick. Game changer.
2: Again, you have to get someone. <laughs> the Lions have. <laughs> The Lions have screwed the pooch so many times with their top ten picks. You basically hit the the biggest home run you're ever going to hit with Calvin Johnson. I would also say Stafford was a home run. Um, other than that, I mean, hit me with a Aiden? hit me with good top take. Aiden? Yeah, Aiden, Aiden is good. Aiden was good. Yeah, but I think they've made so well, many. You're wearing mistakes. his shirt right now. I forgot. I was I was thinking before Brad and um, sure. before Brad and Dan, I'm sorry. Uh, because obviously Sewell was also a great pick. Um, but they've just made so many mistakes. They have to take advantage because realistically thinking and optimistically thinking, how many more top 10 picks are they going to have? God take advantage where you got them.
0: We hope Absolutely. to be picking 30th and above for the rest of the foreseeable future future.
1: Wow. <laughs> right? Those are high standards. <laughs> But I mean, to that end, uh, what what wide receivers are in this first round kind of talent wise? I don't know if either of you know of any names.
0: S- Smith and Jigba. Mm-hmm. Smith and yeah. Jigba, are those, and uh, the, those are the, the your, Johnston from the from TCU.
1: And are those, those are two? two uh, is that talent too low to take at six? Like, is that oh, something yeah. where? Yeah. If you, and that and that's mm-hmm. what I mean. Like, there's. With the even with the news of Jamo, like there's still not a wide receiver there that is even worth doing what you did for JMO.
0: Well, and it's interesting. They're from their top thirty visits. They didn't visit have one visit from a wide receiver. So
1: I they'll draft the a wide receiver, I think,
2: but I don't think it'll come earlier than the third round. I think. I mean, they you have to, now, but yeah. I mean, they're gonna.
0: Yeah, it'll be someone. Uh, it'll be
2: someone in the middle rounds.
0: Tyree Wilson—that's another name that's a top ten talent that the Lions are allegedly high on. You never know what these things are—if they're smoke or fire. But Tyree Wilson, I—I I would be—I would be—that's—that's a, that's a pick I would get on board with from T- te- to Texas Tech.
2: To me, they already have James Houston, which is our, like the raw guy, like the guy you have to teach the game to and slow it down. Like Tyree Wilson's another one of those guys who everyone's like, "Oh, he's just a freak." Like Houston showed that he's a freak. You just got to like against sm- lack of a better term, slow the game down for him. So I think they already have someone like that. So if they are going to go front on the defense, I'd prefer it was D tackle. We got to give bugs some oxygen every once in a while.
0: <laughs> well, and Dude, I no heard joke. the, heard the, um, the rumor too about a collage camp can see from Pitt. Um, not at six, six would be a, a big reach there, but maybe at 18, uh, if he's available, uh, I've, I've heard his name in the top 10, 10 to not top 10, 10 to 20 range, but I've also heard about him falling to the second round. So he's kind of unsure on where he goes, but that's a name I I, I've heard float around uh, Aaron Donald's old university of of Pitt. So that's a name I could see them going after him as well. Um, And then I, I had the question number two to Poise, which was, did you guys think it was interesting that Hendon hooker not projected to be a first rounder, but the lions took him in the top 30, um as a top 30 30 visit um so you guys think that was smoke or or why why do you think there's a motivation to go with a top 30 visit on Hen and hooker
1: uh probably because they just wanted to hear more about him i mean are they looking at any but any other players um, um from that from his school i mean I don't know if you heard Dan talk about it. Uh, I think they were talking to Jalen Carter's roommate or somebody's roommate. They were talking to, they interviewed them instead of that player. Uh, and he's Dan said, you learn so much more about, about the guy from people they're close to, and yeah. not so much them. Maybe it's a tent. Maybe they're looking at somebody else from Tennessee.
0: That's interesting. Is a Tennessee I don't guy, know. Right. I don't know. Yeah, he is. I don't know um, the extent of how often teams do that, but that's, it's a good thing to do, right? Like it's like just like a job interview for any other other average person, right? You have to have references, so i better to talk so about somebody to and learn about somebody then. I, I think they're
2: me. trying to create not not necessarily like smoke, but like yeah, we're we're interested in quarterback. Like you don't bring in Stroud, Hooker. I don't even know who the other guy was. You named so shame on me. But three that's Levis. three. Oh, was it Levis? You said
0: I I didn't name no, one. The, Levis. Wasn't on the list. No.
2: Some other guy, you. That's three like drastically different tiers. That's a first round guy, like potentially second round guy, and then somebody else dude, who's a backup, probably. Um, so I think they're interested in quarterback, but first round, I don't know. Maybe they will. I mean, I, again, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be upset if they did it. Like, as as biased as I am against Ohio State quarterbacks, if CJ Strouds there at six and they and they get him. I'm not going to hate it because I think at a certain point you do have to start. You, you have to act like you belong. So I think you have to start drafting for the future at a certain point. And I don't, I don't know if it's this year, maybe it's the year after. Cause they've, they've got another Rams pick. Um, but I wouldn't hate it again. Just don't draft a running back in the yep. first round. Do whatever you want outside of that.
0: Yeah. B. Sean Robinson. I like that running back, but I don't, why, 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 why would you do that? Um, yeah it's it's interesting um the whole the whole thing at six I just I could see him trading it I could see I I, I personally I feel like Jalen Carter is gonna go to the Seahawks that's it's what my gut tells me so I think Jalen Carter is not going to be there which if that's the if that's somebody the Lions are targeting they've either got to have a number two there or they've got to have a back uh, some sort of backup plan right um I, think and it I don't all know depends what that is the
2: cardinals like, who are the Cardinals going to yeah. take at three? Do they take Will Anderson? Do they take Jalen Carter? Because I think the Seahawks or, will pivot off of that.
0: Well, they um, could trade that pick, too.
2: Or do they trade? Yeah.
1: I don't know if there's a huge... Because they're nowhere near. They're, I mean, the Cardinals are nowhere near a successful franchise of anything right now. And, I mean, they're probably not going to be there for another five years at best.
0: What's the well, point they're not going to go quarterback, so... So well be, yeah, you what's know, the
1: point of it, this first rounder too if you're not going to be good for five years and you don't even fuck their fifth round option or yeah, their fifth year option. It's yeah, just a filthy yeah. show today.
0: Yeah. It yeah. is filthy.
1: Well,
2: I, but yeah. I, I do think like the Cardinals will determine a lot in the draft because I don't think I, I do think like Seahawks are almost in a similar situation where it's like they're good at they're like wild card good last year. If you draft the right defensive pieces, they're Probably in the playoffs next year, but how long is Geno Smith going to be your guy? Like, if, if Anthony Richardson is there at five for the Seahawks, do you draft him to learn behind <laughs> Geno? Possibly.
0: It's, it's going to be crazy. That, that top five is going to be Geno. crazy.
1: I think if they draft somebody, they come in to compete for the starting job immediately. Ooh,
2: I don't know. After they just paid him, you think? Because they paid him starter, not not like superstar <laughs> money. No I one- mean,
1: like not superstar money by any means, but like it's Geno Smith or a first round draft pick. What are you, what are you doing?
2: I think if it's, if you get CJ Stroud or Bryce Young or Will Levis, you start those guys, but I don't think Anthony Richardson has seen enough playing time to Anthony Richardson is that is also that raw guy, like the guy that Trey Lance, like boom or bust because he's either going <laughs> to chuck it down the yards for a, chuck it down the field for a seven yard completion or, or he's gonna chuck it 70 yards down the field and his receiver's ten yards behind the ball.
0: Think about the Lions Seahawks game last year, which was just a points fest. The defense didn't show up on either side. Seahawks defense is re- really bad. It's not a Detroit Lions level bad as of last year's first half, but the Seahawks defense is bad. They're gonna I think they go defense here. I don't think there's even oh, a, they got Bobby a greater than 10 per- Yeah, but I mean that's great. That's great for them, but it's not the Legion of Boom anymore. It's just it's yeah. gone. So I, I don't see the. I don't think they waste that pick on a quarterback. Not waste, but I don't think they go quarterback there. I don't think they're enticed, even if Anthony Richardson's there or, or any of those guys. I think they're going to go defense, and I think they're going to go Jalen Carter. Yeah,
2: I mean, I could definitely see That's it a hundred percent. I could, I could definitely see it. But again, I think if you're, even if you if you're if you stay there at three, if you're the Cardinals, because I'm sure they will be shopping it around, but I, it wouldn't surprise me if they're asking a lot for it. Um, so if they stay there at three, you kind of have to draft a guy that you think is going to be your franchise guy for the next five years or yeah. so. And
0: obviously, obviously the consensus pick number one overall, of the Panthers is Bryce young. Yeah. And I heard recently that the Texans maybe don't want Stroud. Um, but that's going to be if, if they don't go Stroud, that's when the dominoes are going to start falling for teams. If they go Stroud, that's kind of like chalk for the first two picks. And then it's the Cardinals who are going to either throw a curveball, trade it, uh, draft a defensive guy or whatever they do. Um, and then from there, it's, it's going to get crazy from there. I think the first pick's going to be chalk. The second pick is likely chalk. And then from there, floodgate, floodgates open. Things are going to get really weird. Um, and, and, the Lions will be kind of just sitting there at six and ready to do whatever they feel the need to do with and pounce on whoever they whoever they see. Um, I, I'm just really excited for this for this draft. For eight six and eighteen. That's that's two great picks there. Wouldn't be surprised if those either of those move. Um, and then it's it's on to day two after that. So um, would love to see Henry. Would love to see Jack Campbell. I don't like him. I told you last week he's Trail Pryor 2.0. Ouch! That seems harsh. I mean, yeah, He's just
2: a kid, dude.
1: Is he switching positions or what?
2: I, I don't know. Justin Fields is in my head. I think Justin Fields is breaking the, oh, uh-huh. Ohio State quarterback mold. Justin Fields but, is an but, absolute freak. I was actually just talking to someone the other day about like, we just both happened to be at that, um, a Bears fan that that I work with, and say, like, oh yeah, I was at that game when the Lions won, and I was like. The good thing is, Justin Fields is an absolute nightmare. And when he gets some space, he's moving at a different speed. And he's also, I think in year two, you get him some time, so he's not running around, and they kind of address the offensive line. I don't know. CJ Stroud intrigues me. I'm not saying I want him, but again, that's a guy that if he falls to six, I wouldn't hate if they took him.
0: So what if they go Stroud six and then like a Joey Porter Jr. at 18?
2: I think
1: that's a good first round i would be happy with it as much as i don't want that to happen i would be happy with it yeah now, honestly like what Mitchell's saying there's not many like things you can do that can screw this up there's a lot of like good talent but there's uh, a like limited depth at these positions and you're gonna have your option uh, everything essentially other than quarterback you're gonna have your pick at best available at, at position
0: what about a what about a
1: tight end like let's not take it crazy but you will have the option to take the best available tight end <laughs> in this draft so
2: so i will say the only thing that's because before the last few weeks or before the last episode i was 100 percent like go get the best corner at six however they've addressed it I'd almost like, I'd rather they took a corner at 18 because then you take a corner at 18 who can learn behind the proven guys that you just went and picked up. You give Joey Porter Jr. a year to develop behind some guys with some legit experience.
1: I like that route so much better. I like, I like, uh, letting somebody else develop a corner than drafting one. Yeah, I like that route better. So, I mean, that's kind of what I don't like about it. I like the route they're doing now. Go out and get them. Don't develop them.
0: It's not yeah. worth the
1: the money and wait.
0: Well, like it's Okuda 2.0. If you draft a corner at six, and then you you're kind of right back to where you you started, right? I don't love the cornerback at six. I just I don't know what else they deal with, depending on if Jalen Carter's there or Will Anderson. You know, like if if guys start falling, if guys get picked, it's 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 really. I don't know. I pre- my preferred route just like you guys. Yeah, I'd prefer to get the cornerback at 18 than then at 6 for sure. Um and, oh, and let's not draft Bijan. Yeah, let's not draft Bijan at 18 and let's not draft uh, Michael Mayer from from Notre Dame. That's another name I heard float around. The Titan. Tight end?
2: Dude, I I I like him. I think he'll get gobbled up in the first round. So obviously, yeah, don't please don't do it Lions, please Brad, please 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 please, please don't do it. But I think whoever does get him, I think he's going to be a stud because he, he's more so built like – I mean, I don't want to just throw it out there, but um, – oh, man, I'm totally blanking. The brothers.
1: Kenny the- Blankenship?
2: No, the tight end. Who's the best tight end in the game right now?
1: Oh, Kelsey? Thank you.
2: Yikes. He's built like Kelsey, just like a big old body that can go catch the ball. Like he's – yeah, I was just watching something on him. It was like he has not had an NFL quarterback throwing him the ball. Like the adjustments he's had to make. Yeah. So the knocks on him are
1: basically. Brock too slow. slow body. Well,
0: <laughs>
2: I don't mind what the Lions are going slow too. I, I just yeah. Zylstra, Brock Wright. Well, I just think he's going to be a stud. I think whoever gets him, he will be a, a really solid pickup because I think a lot of teams nowadays you almost have to either draft the blocking tight end or the pass catching tight end. And he seems like he's both.
0: Yeah. Tight end out of Notre Dame who, who didn't have a quarterback pretty much the whole time he was there. Like you alluded to, I mean, yeah, get this guy, somebody who actually can keep the ball to him. Right. Uh, what about um, Luke Van S another Iowa guy tight end or not tight end. Um, defensive end edge yeah. um, from, from Iowa teammate of Jack Campbell. So what about him? at eighteen. He feels too high.
1: Yeah. I was thinking that same thing. Anytime you have to like anytime you think of taking two Iowa defensive players that high you have to think of like how good was Iowa? I just they were, I they were good I, for a minute there. I
2: get leery of anyone except for maybe quarterback would be the exception. I get leery of position guys who shoot up the draft boards based on combine stuff, because I think there's Jack s- Campbell. Well, I'm not going to poo poo your Jack Campbell dreams,
1: but I don't know. I mean, he, he, his combine scores are what like has sold me so hard on him. And then, you know, I went back and watched some film on him and it's just kind of mouthwatering to, to want him there.
0: So, it- so, where do you that's see Jack what, Campbell getting drafted then if it's if it's a lion if it's a lions pick where do you see that at, at 48 55 I was looking at I 18. was just looking at there's
1: I mean you would hope it's got to be 55 but I mean he's not making it past that at, like that's the very latest you could get him is 55 if you pass on him at 48 then you have to take him at 55 if he's available but right. that seems too late. It seems like he's not going to make it that long.
0: Yeah, I think 48's your best opportunity.
1: I think so too.
0: And 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 you never know. People start reaching. Teams start reaching. Uh, he could go in the first round. Even I've heard some of that as well. First round, maybe.
1: Well, I don't. I don't think he's worth the first round. So if somebody wants to take him there, then so be it. Then we got something better.
0: Agreed. I like that analysis. Um. And then Brian Brzee, that's another name that's been floated around. He's, he's kind of fallen on the draft board, but um, that's another name for the Lions that I've heard floated around. Um, they, they, the Lions attended Alabama's Pro Day. Some other news and notes. Um, Jaron Hall, uh, BYU quarterback, that's another guy that they've um, reached out to. Um, obviously, Hendon Hooker, they met with him. CJ Stroud, they met with him. Uh, they met with Adrian Martinez and uh, one other quarterback Jake Hainer. So that's who you
2: said. Where's he from?
0: Jake Hainer? Uh mm-hmm. is it Wash? Not Washington, but um uh great great podcasting here. Um Fresno State. Gotcha. So yeah, he would be a late round guy. Which Lions are known to do well in. So all in all, I mean Trust in Brad, trust in that front office to get it done right, and hopefully get somebody that's not a, a gambling addict. One eight <laughs> hundred gambler. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's about that's about all I have. Um, if you guys do, you guys want to make any predictions on who the Lions take at number one? Put something in stone, or not number one, but in their no. first, first pick. I gave you something in stone. I think
1: it was on the last show. I said that six and eighteen will not be their two first-round draft
0: picks. Okay, so that's your one storyline of of draft night one is that they won't pick at six and eighteen. That's your lock.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. The the draft picks they have now are, is not what the draft picks they will finish with.
0: Okay, they will
1: make Mitch? a trade there.
2: I would say the opposite. I think they stick with six and eighteen. I have no idea what they do at six. I'm, I'm more sure, now that we've talked about it, that they go cornerback at 18, and six is a wild card. Again, six is six is either they want to win next year and make a run next year, or I think if depending on who's there at quarterback, they maybe go quarterback. I think if Will Anderson or Jalen Carter are at six, that's who they go with. But if those guys are both gone, could get crazy.
0: All right, my lock's going to be that number six will not be Jalen Carter, regardless of if he's there or not. Um, and that 18, six or 18 will be a cornerback. That's that's my lock. That's an easy one, though. I feel like that's kind of a given. Yeah. But my bold take is that Jalen Carter will not be a Detroit Lion, regardless of if he's there on the board or not. So I'm going to stick with that. Uh, I'll give you make more fun. of that. Okay. Oh! Love, love this. Uh,
1: then they won't uh, they won't draft a cornerback in the first round at all. Ooh. Wow, I'll will give you that one. You that don't one. think they're
2: going to drop the corner in the first round at all?
0: Correct, not in the first round. Okay. All right, I'll I'll go out. I'll go out and add a bonus as well. This one's not.
1: All right, we're starting to start. up season. <laughs> Let's go. not as bold as
0: <laughs> not as bold as Andrews, but I'm going to say both picks will be defensive. No offensive picks in the first round.
1: Not as, not I as want, bold I, as I kind of want in that ship.
0: That's why I I gave the precursor of that it wasn't as bold. Same bold. I made all. my bold one with Jalen. All right, let's hear something bold from you, Mitch from Fort Wayne.
2: I don't I don't have more. I just I I'm just excited. I think it's it's pure excitement. So they they can't mess it up again. Please don't go running back. I'll I'll have lost all faith. It doesn't seem like it's in uh, Brad's nature, especially since they went out and got Montgomery. <laughs> so I just don't. Uh, they'll they'll draft a running back at some point. Um, but I don't, it it won't be in the first round. I just, I'm excited for six. I'm excited for the six. I think the six will set the tone for the rest of the draft. Ideally, I would love for them to, even if they had to go up, even if they had to do something with some of their mid round picks to go up earlier in the second round, if Hennon Hooker is available at the start of day two, I kind of hope they do something to go get him.
0: Right, because you're not picking till 48, so you got a big window between 18 and 48 to 30 picks. So if you're iron Hendon, and he's not probably, I don't know, we'll see. Maybe he's not there at 48. So if you don't feel like he's not going to be there at 48, um, yeah, you might have to make some moves to get up earlier in the second round to get that guy right.
2: And probably like not that expensive. Like I guess I don't, you know, I'm not a GM. I don't know how it works, but if you if you have to couple both of your second round picks to go up and get him a little earlier. Why, I mean, why wouldn't you? If you if you think he's the franchise guy.
0: Right. If you it, it, we don't know how it, would they feel about him. Obviously, they brought him in for a visit. They must they must like him or it's a smoke screen, right? So, if depending on how they feel um you know, we'll see. So, so let's go through all the picks um just just so the viewers, the shareholders know. Pick 6, overall pick 18 overall, round 2. It's Forty-eight and fifty-five. Round three, it's number eighty-one. Round five, it's one fifty-two and one fifty-nine. The newly acquired pick from the Okuda trade. Round six, one eighty-three from the Broncos, and round six, one ninety-four. So, I mean, just a ton of powder there. A ton, a ton. What, Andrew? No fourth. No. Fourth. No fourth rounder. Yeah, right. That's right. One, two, Nobody has three, sports. five, it doesn't and six. Exist. And no seven either. That's right.
2: Oh no. No Brock Purdy for us.
0: <laughs> no, nope, no no Mr. Irrelevant this year for the Lions unless they make a trade to get into the uh seventh round. We'll see. Uh, all in all, I'm just excited I can echo that from you guys. It's it's gonna be fun. It's wide open. I know last year, this time of year, we were, you know, pretty much set that it was gonna be um Aiden if he was there, right? Depending on what the Jags did at number one. So this year it feels super wide open. The possibilities are endless. We just gotta love the fact that the Rams tanked for us and uh, got us a top six pick. I think Boy, did Andrew that and I we both well. kind of, we we totally thought that was going to be pick like twenty or in that range, right? And then what a bonus for it to be pick six overall. We are hoping for a top five, but top ten is great. I mean, all Needed in all,
1: one more win from him.
0: Yeah, we did. R.I.P. to that. Hey, but playoffs. Feeling more and more real. I know the lions are like the um consensus to win the north. Um, it's good to have some respect, but big shoes to fill too in that regard. Um let's close out let's close out the show. What do you say? We've got the draft on Thursday. Mitch, are you joining us for a live stream on Thursday?
2: Me? Did you say that?
0: Yeah, I did say your name, yeah.
2: Yeah, let's do it. Is that gonna work? we nail all technology.
0: (laughs) I know. Actually, after, after we hop off this recording, I was going to test it with you. Uh, I tested it with Andrew already. It looked okay. It looked decent. Um, but we didn't, we were going to try it with three. Um, regardless, we'll, we'll be live in some capacity. Um,
2: we'll we'll figure it out. If if I'm the crutch that won't work, I will, I will make sure we get a nearly live reaction.
0: Okay. Fair. Fair enough. We'll do a capsule. If uh, at the very least it's a capsule. Um, So yeah, we'll, we'll be live all technology, uh, complying live on Thursday for night one. Um, I don't know how long we'll be live. We'll see. We'll definitely be there through six and 18. If it's there, um, we'll see what the moves they make. If they move 18 and they'll like pick 30 and then it gets like 1130 at night. Maybe we won't be live, but we'll be there for six. If they pick six, that's, we'll commit to that. We'll be live on Twitch dot TV forward slash the lion share pod. It'll be in the description, YouTube as well. Um, And maybe a Facebook option. Tommy's still working out the kinks on that, Um, but we'll all be together. And I I think it's gonna be a good dynamic from the three of us as always. Right. And we've got some disagreements. We've got some things on the line. We've got some skin on the game with our locks. So it's gonna be fun. Um, Draft night's one of my favorite nights in the off season. So Um, other than that, we've got a couple like, outlier things that we didn't get to in this episode on this sode as we could call it. Um, I saw this news that the lions will be doing joint practices with the giants in training camp. Absolutely love this. Love this day ball and Brad hall or Brad, uh, Dan Campbell. Love that. Love that giants up and coming team Lions up and coming team. What better way to get, um, get more gritty than to join the, turn the giants in a, in a joint practice in the training camp. That that's awesome.
1: I'm just waiting to hear when hard knocks is coming back to the facilities.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, I mean, I don't know with the gambling, maybe, maybe that drama is something they, you know, entices them say, Hey, just added to it. Why don't we just run it back? Go two years in a row with Detroit, right? Uh, the Lions also won the Reddit Elimination Challenge, Andrew. I know you're on Reddit. I don't know if you saw this, but they did like a March Madness bracket with all the teams, Reddits, uh, and it was Lions versus Bears in the finals, or Lions versus somebody, right? But the Lions took it home, so we love that. Love that the team is is so vocal. Love that the the fan base is so vocal. I should say, um, yeah and 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 that's that basically does it. We also got the 23 opponents, which we already knew the opponents, but we've got the home and the away. So in June, I believe we get the full schedule on what this will be. So, obviously the first 6 games we won't know which those which games that'll be for Jamo being out, but at home they've got the Bears, the Packers, the Vikings, the Broncos, the Falcons, the Panthers, the Raiders, the Seahawks playing more bird teams again this year uh at home. And then on the road, the Bears, the Packers, the Vikings, of course, the North, and then the Chiefs, that's tough. The Saints, Dan Campbell, revenge game, uh, the Chargers, the Bucks, the Cowboys, and the Ravens. And then we'll have a, a revenge game too with uh, Deuce Staley at home against the Panthers. So that'll be fun. Um, Carolina and their newly um, quarterbacked team, so... Looking forward to next year. We're ways out, but the building starts now with the NFL draft this week. As I say, as I said, we'll be live in some capacity. So look for that. Hope to have all the shareholders in for the meeting. Thursday night, uh, our draft starts at six or no, sorry, 730 Eastern. So we'll be live a little bit before that. If all things go right. And uh, we'll have us a fun night. Let's go Lions. Andrew, did you have something to add in there?
1: No, no, no. I'm just excited. Oh, you excited.
0: I, I thought you were doing the chop. I thought you were doing our, our little off camera, on camera thing that we do when we want to. Oh bull of chops. No nope, ready. Chop. I am ready as well. I'm Mitch, you, you know we know you're ready. So let's uh let's go Lions in the twenty twenty three NFL draft. Let's have a good draft in the twenty four draft. We'll be in Detroit. So let's set the bar high. Let's go Lions.
2: Chili dog outside Wait for that. I wasn't sure it was coming. Yeah. Sucking on That's a chili a dog. <laughs> Sucking down a chili dog outside the taste of breeze. Sucking on a chili dog outside the tasty breeze. Sucking on a chili dog outside the tasty breeze.